babies? What's up, man? Stop, you're not connected yet. Sorry. Hey, you hear me? Hey, how are you? Hey, man, how you doing? Good, how are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good, man. Good Thank to hear. Thank you for inviting me in the show. Hey, absolutely, man. I mean, I see it on the wrestling post, so I'm like, it's a no-brainer to ask you to come on after one of the biggest pay-per-views of the year. Might as well get your uh, input on the matter, so. Yeah, pay-per-view has been crazy. <laughs> it's been crazy a uh, few months of wrestling, so uh, with me right now is Kay, the sports guy. Uh, why don't you give us a little introduction about yourself, if you don't mind? Hi, um, my name is Kenny Sabrera, a.k.a. known as Kenny the Sports Guy, and my podcast is all about sports. WWE, MLB, NFL, NBA, you name it, and sometimes uh, Formula One because I like Formula One. <laughs> you're you're, so, a big, you're a big New York guy too, right? I see a lot of yeah, New York. Yeah, I'm posts. a big. I'm a, I'm a huge Yankee fan. <laughs> uh, sorry to hear that. Sorry to hear that. Uh, you're a Red Sox fan, right? Oh yeah, Boston boys up here. I mean, it's just me tonight because the other two guys don't watch wrestling at all. So it's just me and you, and we're just gonna uh, talk some AEW right now. Oh, definitely. I'm very interested in it. Awesome, man. So without further ado, welcome to the Simple Mind Sports Show, uh, Wrestling with the Doughboy with special guest Kenny the Sports Guy, uh, Wednesday, September 9th, 8th, September 8th. <laughs> We're bad at dates. <laughs> And as usual, our show is brought to you by Back to Basics. Uh, if you ever need CBD, uh, pain, uh, stress, look up Dr. Tom at backtobasics.com. And he is the man to help you out with all your CBD needs. Uh, even my dog, I have a really hyper dog. Got some CBD oil for my dog. Most chill dog ever. So if you ever in the knee, Kenny, you need some CBD oils, check it out. Backtobasicsllc.com. That's B-A-K, the number two, LLC.com. So let's get into it. Last night, AEW had their all-out pay-per-view. Kind of reminds me of WrestleMania. You know, this is the mm -hmm. big paper, the biggest pay-per-view of the year for AEW, and they went all out. I feel no, uh, no pun intended, but yeah, no pun, was, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, that that show was amazing from top to bottom. Uh, what was the one match that you were looking forward to last night before you started watching? Oh man, that's such an easy question. It had to be the CM Punk versus uh, Darby Allen match. Absolutely. I mean. That match is like highly anticipated for me. Uh, CM Punk returning after seven years in professional wrestling. Yeah. And he, yeah, he delivered it actually. He hasn't lost a beat. Yeah. I, 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 mean, totally, I totally agree with you because, you know, like you said, seven years, he went to UFC. You know, mm -hmm. he, hasn't, he hasn't been in a ring that we know of for seven years. And I was worried to see him go out there and just look like he lost a step, you know, like Darby Allen's one of the fastest wrestlers. Exactly, out there yeah out there mm -hmm. today and you're going up against that after seven years off i mean that was one of the matches cm punk's one of my favorite wrestlers so seeing but him same back here, in, same here yeah seeing him back in action i totally agree with you that was the match i was looking forward to uh anything yeah. else you have on that i mean darby allen too i mean up and coming star over there at AEW. he's the mm -hmm. he's the uh one of their main guys that they brought up their main attraction one of their homegrown talents so it was cool to see that too you know and it was one of the i didn't know how they're gonna like have it it was going to be a squash match or what kind of match it was going to be, but it was great from start to finish that those, that match right there. Yeah, it was an incredible match. Uh, I actually thought that CM Punk would have ring rust, but he just delivered. <laughs> it, yeah. it seems like he was wrestling like last week and yeah. he got it together. What were your I thoughts? Mean, I, 
What are your thoughts I mean, on the log pants? Oh man, it kind of reminds me. A little of, weird. Yeah, that was a little weird. I think uh, he kind of got inspired by Triple H way back in the early two thousands. <laughs> That's what I was thinking too. And Triple- it was just weird seeing him wearing pants. I mean, yeah, it's so odd. <laughs> it I is mean, odd. But, but I feel like it kind of benefits them because uh, I don't know if he was hiding something in his legs or something. Yeah, <laughs> really exactly. bad tattoo. Yeah, like exactly. he felt comfortable. But yeah. it's gonna get some time to get used to. So yeah, I mean that's how I, that's how I feel. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, I had never thought of that, but uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. The other thing too is you know this was one of the biggest matches of the night too that everyone was talking about, and it wasn't even the main event. Exactly. It was the third third the last match i believe because big show for some reason was the second to last match but yeah that was like i don't know (laughs) that was one of those things i was just very confused about and to everyone be talking about cm punk and they still didn't even put him on last let kenny omega and christian cage right wrestle Mm -hmm. at the end i thought that was brilliant on their part you would think that would be part of the pre-show but some reason to put it there i don't know why (laughs) yeah especially following that you know you just had someone return after seven years and then you Mm -hmm. bring him out it's like and no one was interested in that, you know, QT Marshall and Big Show at all. So it was a little odd to me. I don't, I don't get what, what's the fascination with Big Show, to be honest. I mean, I mean, he's a legend, obviously, but he doesn't really draw as much people as he used to, you know? No, he never did when he was in the WWE, like, later in his uh, career. Like, he was, yeah. just, he was one of those shows that, like, you know, they don't want to see these big squash guys anymore. They want, like, these fast guys that can do flips and, you know, mm-hmm. all these uh, high athletic moves and, seeing Big Show just moseying on around slow yes, and all his knees like this, this isn't it. Uh, last night also, a lot of notable returns or debuts rather. Uh, we had Ruby Soho who uh, mm-hmm. earned a title shot against Britt Baker winning the Casino Battle Royale. Rightfully uh, so. Rightfully so. Because uh, yeah. that women's division, I think is trash. I mean, seeing Ruby there, I think that's going to help things out a lot. You know, now mm-hmm. that you have like another namesake there. Uh, you also had Adam Cole, which toot toot. I called that right before the show. I texted that to you. I said, I feel like Adam Cole's debuting tonight. And so you that, were right too. Uh, I know. That was, that, was, that, was, that was awesome. Yeah. And then Brian Danielson, obviously that was like the big, mm-hmm. uh, everyone knew he was going to do it. Just no one knew how it was all going to come, come together. So that was big. So my question to you is, do you think it's bad that all these WWE guys or ex-WWE guys are coming in there and taking the spotlight from guys like Darby Allen, Jungle Boy, uh, the list goes on and on, uh, Adam Hammond Page, you know, these guys that have made their name from the beginning, but these guys are just coming in, cutting front and line and getting all the attention. Man, that's really a tough question, but I'm leaning towards no. Because the uh, the WWE guys obviously been to the ringer, you know they've been world champions, tag team champions, inter- intercontinental champions. Yeah. And I think for me, like they're gonna use that experience they use at WWE to help motivate the AEW guys. Yeah. Since uh, Daniel Bryan and CM Punk, you know they've been to the mountain top. Oh yeah. And yeah, and they, I think they're gonna help influence them to be more better at their craft and they wrestle better, talk better, you know, do all these shenanigans better. Yeah. So I think it's, it's actually going to benefit them more instead of uh, hurting them. Well, think about, think about this way. Sorry to interrupt you, but think about it this way. Hmm? You didn't have jungle boy on the show last night. He was in the uh, pre-show. Yeah. yeah, So you you got knocked out. Uh, Mm -hmm. Hangman page. He wasn't on the show last night. You know, Mm -hmm. where's, uh, even so, with uh, Adam um, Cole debuting, where is he yeah. going to fit into all this? Where is he going to go? 
Well, I think uh, I think Hanbei Page he got sick, so that's why he didn't appear. Yeah, but still, there was no yeah. there was no storyline and in even involving him like mm-hmm. leading up to all out. So it's like it was it, so it was so weird. But yeah. uh, I think uh, that it's gonna benefit like them in, in the long run. Yeah. Now I don't know how old you are, but like back when I was watching wrestling, like the WCW mm-hmm. days. They mm-hmm. were they were taking WWE guys left and right, debuting yep. them on Nitro all the time. Mm-hmm. I almost have like that kind of feeling right now. Like, is this what AEW is doing? Is just like taking whatever uh, angry uh, employee that WWE has and taking them over there and being like, here you go, here's more money, here's the mm-hmm. creative control that you've always wanted, have at it. Or do you think it's gonna? Do you, so I'm almost thinking like it's a WCW angle, like they're going to start being like that. You know, they're going to have too many main stars. They're going to have all these guys that, you know, homegrown talent that are just going to get pushed to the side. I don't know. I just, I don't, I like how AEW is. It's fun again. It's fun to watch wrestling, mm-hmm. but I just ha- almost have that feeling that they're going to be doomed if they keep up this, you know, taking all this uh, talent that WWE releases and putting them in there, you know? Well, first of all, I'm 32, so um, yeah, I, I didn't. Lived... I don't like the guess no, 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 ages because no, 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 I'm no, just no. like, uh, I know. So anyway, um, I lived to the attitude era. I lived to the some parts of the golden era, yeah. you know, right, right to the PG era, the ruthless yeah. aggression era, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So, yeah, that's actually a real big problem because what are you gonna do with all that talent? Yeah. And yeah, so. You got you got to put at least one person, one wrestler in the title picture. Yeah, and you got so many options to choose from. Like you got Malachi Black, CM Punk, uh, Adam Cole, or uh, even Ruby uh, Soul. Yeah. So I think um, he, I think Tony Khan has a idea of what he's gonna do, but it's gonna be very very difficult putting everything together. Yeah. And it kind of it, it sorry it kind of reminds me. It kind of reminds me of, um, you know, WCW back in the days when they used to sign, they signed Kevin Hall. I mean, Kevin, um, I mean, Scott Hall, Kevin, Kevin Nash. Nash. Yeah. Yeah. It almost and, has that NWO feel, yeah. like all these guys yeah. coming over. Exactly. I won't be surprised to do like a knockoff at NWO. <laughs> well, they kind of have it with the elite, you know, with Adam Cole joining it last night and all that stuff. So, mm-hmm. but I just feel like you, they, what they're bragging about now is like, we have so many storylines we could go with. You only yeah. got four hours of TV each week. How are you going to incorporate all these storylines? Yeah, and plus pay-per-views, so... Yeah, because they don't do the typical every month of pay-per-view. They kind of do like mm-hmm. how WWE used to do it back in the day. There's only four. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you got, you got four hours each week. You got to get all these guys in there. You got a roster full of guys, really good talent, but mm-hmm. you got to incorporate them all now or else you're going to have people sitting on the side and it's going to get it like dull, like... Or guys are going to get very angry and be like, what the hell? You know, I came here to yeah, exactly. compete, bring my name mm-hmm. back up and, you know, fight the best of the best. And you're not going to see that much. Well, this actually talk that um, FTR, aka known as um, the Revival. revival. Yep. Yeah. They, they might leave because of the lack of uh, creative uh, activity that they have. Well, think about it. They, they won the titles really quick. And then after mm-hmm. that, they just fell off. And they're in the pinnacle yeah. now. <laughs> Doing what? You know, you so, rarely ever see so them. weird. Yeah. Yeah, but that's what I'm feeling. Like, you know, one of my biggest questions is, is like, you see all these WWE guys going there. Mm-hmm. What's what's going to happen when AEW, one of the AEW guys, like a Darby Allen, a Hangman Page, goes to WWE because they have the money, they have the roster available. That's what I'm most interested in seeing is like when that sort sort of shift happens. How how that's going to happen with all the with AEW and WWE? I mean, uh. 
that could happen, but I don't think Vince is gonna allow that to happen because he doesn't really like competition as much. Yeah, so exactly. I mean he doesn't even really consider AEW competition actually. Which is and cool. I want crazy to me AEW is blowing them out all anyone's talking about yeah. is AEW I ordered a shirt three weeks ago and still you had to come in because they, oh, they, really? sent me, they sent me an email saying sorry everything's sold out we're so back ordered right now it's not even oh, funny oh my god oh yeah it's just it's one of those things where they're killing it right now so yeah, yeah so I won't be surprised I won't be surprised it's like if uh this big man he wrote the script two hours before Raw right now oh, I will yeah. not be surprised <laughs> scribbled it out oh is yeah. goldberg available can we fly goldberg in for tonight <laughs> i mean brock lesnar is available as well <laughs> yeah it's just, let's bring in another legend that no one wants to watch so Hulk speaking Hogan. of yeah exactly <laughs> so speaking of all these big name guys you know what do you think's next for the feuds i'll throw some names out at you who do you think kenny omega is going to feud with next uh i think john moxley oh that'd be a good one i'd like yeah, to that'd, that. be a, that'd be a good uh you know good uh, matchup i would sure. love to see that for me, I think it's going to be Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson. Now, I, I don't mm-hmm. think they those two paths. I don't think really met on the big stage at all. Mm-hmm. So I think that would be a good one for those two. Uh, CM Punk. CM Punk. I think he's going to go after. I might be going on a limb here, but Hangman Page. Ooh, that'd be a good one. Yeah, that'd be a good one too. Because I don't know where he's going to be. You know, is he a good guy? Is he a bad guy? You know, he always mm-hmm. has that persona. He almost like a stone cold. Like he doesn't have a side. He's just he's just CM Punk. He's just that yeah. badass guy kind of mm-hmm. thing. So that'd be or, a good one. Or uh, MJF. Ooh, that'd be good. Yeah, that would the pipe bombs on that thing. Oh my god, that's the, the way the the, the yeah the, the promos. Way, oh man, those would be fire promos together. Those two. Especially how MJF just digs at it and just has no filter and just goes for anything and anything like that would mm-hmm. be that would be some entertaining TV. Yeah. So, so I have John Moxley on this, but you think that's going to be Kenny Omega? Why don't you give me a different one for John Moxley then, in case it's not Kenny Omega? I, I would have to go see a punk too. That'd be good. Yeah, that'd be good. I mean, he's. I think because uh, the whole shield just, thing before yeah, WWE, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. John Moxley, he's gonna uh, he's gonna bring that in, and then he also has a matchup with. Um, Nick Gage for the GCW. Yeah, he won the, Yeah, he won yeah. against Matt Cardona the other night. So, yeah, which is I felt that it was really really odd because uh, Matt Cardona he was on Twitter just promoting the promoting the title, and then he was like, "Oh, I'm the greatest of all time." Yeah. Oh, I won a death match against Nick Gage, and yeah. then he just elect- lost the title within three weeks. Yeah. Uh, my mine for uh, John Moxley is anyone from New Japan Pro Wrestling that's been either retired or on the last leg because that's all they've been doing for him is just bringing these New Japan Pro Wrestler guys over oh, Suzuki. there. Suzuki, yeah. Suzuki debut last night too. Yeah, and they're fighting on Wednesday tonight when we release this again on mm-hmm. Dynamite. So yeah, I I had I don't know anything about him. I had to Google him. Legit Ross is like, if you don't know anything about this guy, Google him instantly googled him and i guess he's just one badass dude so no he is he's a badass dude that's yeah so <laughs> that's gonna be uh entertaining and i like how they do that on tnt too like they like the death match they had before with uh jericho and uh, mm-hmm. nick gage and i'm assuming this one's gonna be blood all over the place with these two when yeah, they go oh at my. it so mm-hmm. i like how they've been doing that getting away from the pg crap and just making it like wrestling like we used yeah, to you, see back in the you, day you get to see blood <laughs> They don't black and white it or call yeah. for a towel or anything like that. They let, they let these guys go, and I like that. Exactly. Uh, what about the Lucha Brothers? Obviously, the new tag team champs. What do you what do you feel about that? You know, they really remind me of uh, Rey Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero, honestly. Mm. 
Yeah. The tag teams. Yeah. And I think they're gonna feud with you know hope hopefully uh FTR. Hopefully, keep, hopefully because uh keep, FTR keep them needs, there. Yeah, <laughs> FT, <laughs> FTR needs to be in the uh, tag picture. Yeah. They can't be in the background. Uh, right now, what they're doing is absolutely criminal. Yeah. I, I agree, but I think it's going to be Young Bucks again. I think there's oh gonna, the Young Bucks too. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's going to stay in there the title picture. I mean, they're yeah, the best. Ta- they, they're the best tag team in the world. They they're cocky. They're arrogant. The, the vice presidents but, of the company. I feel like they're just going to throw their power around and just. Yeah, yeah but it's going to be it's going to come a time and it's going to become stale, though. You know. Uh, that's that's the big thing. That's I mean, the, yeah. can AEW keep it entertaining and yeah. not stale and that's not a, that's have people. Big problem. Yeah. That is a very big problem because because yeah. like on the sideline you still have Cody Rhodes who's another VP of the company you haven't seen him in a while because I think I, I think he's semi retired though I don't yeah because the birth of his child and he's yeah, trying yeah. to take a step back but and mm-hmm. there's also talk that the whole elite group's been feuding with each other like him and uh, the young bucks and Kenny Omega so mm-hmm. who knows but yeah I mean you that's the whole thing. You know, WWE has been stale for so long that people just, Oh, it's Monday, Monday night raws on. Why don't I just see what's going on? You know, yeah, now it's exciting. Crap. <laughs> yeah. Then it's exciting. AEW like, Oh shit. AEW's on tonight. I'm going to check that out. And you're invested two hours because it's mm-hmm. so different. It's something that brings you back to your childhood. Like my, exactly. I'm, a, I'm a couple years older than you. So yeah, exactly. It brings you back to that attitude era when you're like, Oh shit, what's going to happen tonight? You know, what, who's going to mm-hmm. debut. It's very intriguing it keeps you entertained so that's what AEW has to do is keep it entertaining don't get stale so that's the big thing for me mm-hmm. i mean uh i think they have the potential of doing it as long as tony Khan doesn't get involved in create a uh, creative which it doesn't sound like he does much no it's like he I, just just lets them go i mean yeah he's not vince yeah he's not 75 years old and going senile <laughs> thinking his way is the best way in the world exactly so speaking of being oh go ahead Knowing Vince, he'd probably bring Goldberg tonight anyway. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing tonight. I'm like, oh, I wonder what uh, Rod's going to be like tonight. I'm like, oh, Goldberg's definitely showing up tonight. <laughs> That's how they're going to combat A all out. They're like, oh, let's bring Goldberg. That'll get the fans talking again. Nope. Uh, so speaking of being not stale, what's one thing that it, the product is lacking for AEW? You know, I don't think there's something that's lacking. It could just be more improved, the uh, commentary. I feel like a three-man commentary is pretty – it's not really good. And I kind of, it kind of ruins the moment for, the, uh, for the, uh, the matches that are happening. I mean, even a four-man commentary – I was going to say, they, uh, go to fo- they go to they, four. And, when, and, uh, yeah. At Rampage, it's crazy. Like, uh, I don't know how they do that. No, and Mark Henry is terrible. He is a terrible announcer. Like, yeah, I, I, it's cringeworthy listening to him sometimes. I mean, uh, Excalibur was, uh, he was, uh, he's actually a little, you know, a little, he, he, he used a lot of work, actually. Yeah. Yeah. If it was just Jim Ross and Tony Schiavone, I'd be fine. Oh, I'd be fine with that. I love yeah. Tony Schiavone. I, yeah, like, I, used to listen, I used to listen to him when, he, he was, uh, when I was a kid. So. Yeah. 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 As soon as they bring him and it's Jim Ross, that'd be fine. Then they put Excalibur, then you're like, eh. And then Don Callis comes and joins us like, all right, I was just too many people here. There's too many, you know, everyone's interrupting each other. It's just, you're trying to watch the match, but they're mm-hmm. having like side stories going on. It's like, come on, it's, it's just too much. Well, I will also put uh, Chris Jericho in there too. I like Chris Jericho in commentary. Oh, yeah. And I thought for sure he's going to lose last night. And that's what he was going to do is just be a commentator. But no, nope, he, yeah. <laughs> he surprised everyone <laughs> last night. So I absolutely, I don't like uh, MJF. I think he's a bit of a loudmouth. He's a show off, but. 
Yeah, that he, man is like he can't knock his ability. <laughs> no, he's one of the like most hated like wrestlers, but he can back it up with his wrestling. Mm-hmm. he does it's, it's great to see i mean because you don't see that much but uh for me it's the women's division i don't think there's enough you know there's not enough big names there i was hoping aj lee was gonna uh come back as the wild card last night i mean ruby soho was awesome but mm-hmm. they they're lacking that you know you're bringing all these big names from wwe you know big uh pro wrestlers that everyone talks about for the men's side you gotta start doing it for the women's side you gotta establish that because I think Dar- uh, Britt Baker, she could have mm-hmm. five-star matches with anyone. And you get some established wrestlers for women. Holy mm-hmm. crap. The sky's the limit for the women's division if they could do that. Well, to me, I think she's the best women's wrestler on the planet right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she is. I think uh, she's better than Charlotte Flair, uh, Becky Lynch, Bailey, et cetera, et cetera. I think she has. She just has it. Yeah. You know, she's, she has a persona. She has a wrestling ability. Mm-hmm. And she just have all that pizzazz, you know? Oh, yeah. I totally agree. Yeah, I totally yeah, yeah. Dream match right now, Britt Baker, Charlotte Flair. That would headline any pay-per-view at any yeah. promotion, for sure. Britt, Britt Baker, she would win. Oh, yeah. She would win, but that'd be, that'd be one of those things that everyone... you I'd buy that to watch that. That'd be yeah, a, oh, definitely. A, very, enter- that. <laughs> very entertaining seeing those two. Those two women can wrestle better mm-hmm. than half the men in the WWE locker room right now. So that'd be something I would definitely look for. Anything else do you think is lacking, or do you think they just got a great product from top to bottom? I mean, that's the only thing you had. The only minor complaint I had is the uh, commentary. Yeah. I mean, that's basically it. I mean, their production value is on par with WWE. Yeah. Yeah. Like for for a company that's actually like two years old, that's yeah. actually pretty fucking impressive. <laughs> yeah. When you watch it too, you're just like, damn, they've only been around for two years. I was thinking that last night when they're like, oh, yeah. this is our second anniversary. I'm like damn it's only been two years it's like it feels like this product's been around for 10 the years team. the way they're yeah, yeah. The yeah it's it's very great to see so what are you hoping to see in the future for AEW? another big signing a dream match that you would be dying to see like anything like that so honestly i think this should hold off on the signings because uh until maybe six months down the road yeah because right now i don't think they need anybody else yeah but i, I but i will give you one thing if they could sign the Fiend Bray Wyatt, then that's it. WWE is done. Mm-hmm. But I think uh, the uh, WWE is so desperate right now that they're gonna re-sign Bray, uh, Bray Wyatt. Oh, they're gonna send him so much money that he's not gonna be able to say yeah. uh, no <laughs> because they're just but, lacking. They, if they lose another guy like that, that's all they're gonna be talking about is oh mm-hmm. shit, WWE just lost Bray Wyatt. They're done. Like they have no namesakes. Just Roman Reigns <laughs> on the SmackDown side. On the raw side, who do you but, got? Drew McIntyre, ooh, big whoop, you know. <laughs> yeah, but Roman Reigns is basically carrying the company for like a year and a half now. No, yeah. Oh, I totally I mean, agree. Totally I mean, agree. Like his back is gonna get broken because of that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah but you but know? it's stale though, because you know no one's gonna fuck beat him. Who's gonna beat him? Yeah, but gonna, if, who, I mean, who's gonna beat him? I don't think nobody could beat him. Honestly, I mean, no. the easy the easy answer is gonna be uh, either. Drew McIntyre or Brock Lesnar. Yeah. But what happens I mean, when Brock Lesnar doesn't do it? Then you're like, oh, sh- who's next? Yeah, who exactly. Gonna, who are you going to put him from? Because they haven't built anyone up to that echelon yet mm-hmm. to compete with Roman Reigns. So it's just like one of those things where it's like, this is awesome that you have this guy who's the namesake, who's carrying mm-hmm. this company for a year and a half. But mm-hmm. what's next? Because you can't do it forever. What happens if he gets hurt? You know, who are you going to put there? You have no one that can take the belt from him. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just one of those things where they're, 
literally fucked right now. Like they have and to do over three hundred sixty-five days. He was he's champion. Yeah, that's yeah. like a, that's like an accomplishment in itself, right there. Yeah, especially nowadays, I mean, you know. Yeah, I don't see I don't see anybody beating him. Like maybe Brock Lesnar, that's the closest, but yeah, I don't even know. <laughs> but. Yeah, because Brock's still on that uh, short-term deal kind of thing where he's only doing so many appearances, so it's not like mm -hmm. they can put the belt on him because if they do, then it disappears for months on end and you don't see until Survivor Series or Royal Rumble. So it's one of those things Mm -hmm. where they're pretty much screwed. So Uh, what's It is what it is, though. (laughs) It it is what it is. So the uh, talk of SummerSlam weekend wasn't even SummerSlam. It was CM Punk, you know, debuting on uh, uh, AEW. Uh, Mm -hmm. What's... What does WWE have to do to get back in that mainframe? You know, people talking about them again. Like, what some of the things that they have to change, or something that has to happen to make everyone start going back on that bandwagon once again? Tell Vincent to lay off. Basically, <laughs> tell him to stop meddling in creative. Tell his creative writer to make a better story. Like, I feel like McMahon is. I know that's his baby, his product. But sometimes it's good to, you know, take, you know, take your hands off certain things in the product, you know, let your writers be creative, like let the wrestlers do their own script, let them do like uh, off scripts, like creative control, give them creative creative control, control. but that's, that's the reason why AEW is succeeding because AEW gave his wrestlers creative control to say whatever they want. Look at MJF, MJF can actually say whatever the hell he wants now. Because he's that good, and the company believes him. Yeah, they back him up. They say, yeah, "Do whatever I, you want." I think the old days of you know having giants for champions and you know market employees is over. I mean, yeah. you just got you just got to be more creative in certain, certain activities. You know. Yeah, my big thing that fourth wall has been broken. Mm-hmm. WWE has to go out and get a handshake deal with another promotion, like a yeah. ring, ring of honor, maybe. You know, it just mm-hmm. have. So you're not spending any money. You just have a handshake deal with another promotion, bring their superstars over, you know, make them go up the escalator of success, you know, so they're a big name back when they go back to their promotion. But one of those mm-hmm. things where you got to get another promotion in there, because that also helps with the uh, surprise effect that fans die to see all the time when they go to a show, you know, the yeah. new Japan pro wrestling, uh, the gentleman that you talked about who's wrestling Wednesday, who was it? Suzuki. Uh, Suzuki. Yeah. Yeah. So that was big. That had everyone talking, you mm-hmm. know, and that's, are they paying him? Yeah, probably not a lot though, but it's just one of those ones off things. He comes in big name, go back to new Japan pro wrestling. Boom. There you go. He mm-hmm. escalated his career just because he came back to the state side. Now the Americans are talking about him. They want to check out his match because it was so good. You know, Yeah. do that with but, ring of honor, do that. I mean, they tried to do that with evolve, but it, they made it like a minor league thing. So it's not even that big of a deal. They need to get one of these big promotions and have like a working relationship with them. Cause that would help. At, I think that would help everyone involved. Yeah, the the forbidden door is open. Yeah, the forbidden door has finally been open, and AEW is capitalizing on it left left and right with Impact and New Japan. So it's a great thing to see. Uh, What was so after watching the show? What was your favorite match of the night? Oh man, it will have to be the CM Punk and uh, Darby Allen match. So it lived up to your expectations. Yeah, uh, yeah, it did, but it could have been a little bit better. But you know, it could have been a lot better, but. I will have to also the 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 John Moxley match was actually pretty good too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I enjoyed that. Um, yeah. Even like the match I did not enjoy was the um, the the last match for uh, K 
Kenny Omega versus Christian Cage. No, you didn't I, like that one, huh? Nah, I didn't like it. Hmm. I think that should have been the uh, the second to last match. Yeah, and had CM Punk finish the show off. Yeah. I think, they just, been... I think they just did it because of all the uh, surprises they had at the end with Adam Cole and uh, Brian Danielson. So, uh, for me, it was the Young Bucks and the Lucha Brothers. That yeah, match it was, a good was match. amazing. Yeah. The that amount of match. blood they shed, the like the thumbtacks <laughs> on the Air Jordans and, uh, you know, the jump, uh, Ray Phoenix yeah. jumping from the top of the cage and just that, that cage was higher than any cage I've ever seen for a cage match. And that mm-hmm. guy just jumped off there fearlessly. I was like, holy shit. And all this uh, near falls in that match. It was, I, had, I was on the edge of my seat. I'm like, this, it was very entertaining, very good storyline through and through. And the right team won, which is a surprise when you've been a fan of WWE for so long, you don't mm-hmm. have the right team winning. So for me, that was it. Uh, worst match for you. Wow. I don't think there was a really, there was a really a bad match, but I, I uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give you one. Big show. Nicole, yeah, big. There you go. There <laughs> you go. That's the only one you can say because that one was terrible. That was like, why is this happening right now? Like, I'm like, oh shit, Kenny Omega's next. Like, that's that's a good one to follow this up. And then you're like, oh shit, Paul Weiss has to fight. This is gonna be terrible. And it was. It was like, I thought, I, I, honestly, I thought it would be on the pre-show. Not I did too. The last match, yeah. I did too, and I was like, "Oh shit, maybe they just scrapped it because they're running out of time." Yeah, exactly. Nope, up next, here comes Paul White. <laughs> oh boy, I'm like, this is terrible, awful right now. So I don't was... understand. I don't really understand why they put this man in matches. Like, I, he, I don't think he's a draw anymore. I mean, he, he was gonna, if you see Mark Henry getting out of that commentating booth to go down and wrestle again, that's when you know. All right, no, he, no, he, I think back he's, it I up, think man. Just back it up. Yeah, because same yeah. thing, same thing with Sting. Yeah, but that's like one of his like redeeming things. And the talk is Flair's going there. If they have another oh, match no, between no. Sting and Flair, that's when you're gonna no. be like, all right, WCW 2.0, here we go. All these old men <laughs> fighting again. So Flair yeah. needs to stay away from the ring. He's he's yeah. gonna die in there. <laughs> I think so. I mean, he's all has those medical die. scares and all the drinking he's done. Yeah, he's he definitely <laughs> die in that ring. What would you give a grade for the show last night? A plus. Mm-hmm. I, I don't a disagree. Plus, yeah. Don't disagree at all. Don't disagree. That was probably one of the best shows I've seen in a very yeah, long time, very top up. to bottom. Even with Paul White in this fucking terrible match, it was still an A plus show from top to bottom. It was awesome. So, Kenny, this has been mm-hmm. fun. The floor is yours. Uh, let the listeners know where they can find you, your social media, your websites, whatever you got. The floor is yours. So, this is Kenny Picane, the sports guy. I have my old website, www.kenn. T-H-E-S-P-O-R-T-S-G-Y.com. Ken the Sports Guy. Ken with two ends. You can find me on Twitter at Kenny underscore sports and on Instagram at Kenny the Sports Guy. Again, on Twitter, Kenny underscore sports and on Instagram at Kenny the Sports Guy. I have a brand new episode coming out within the coming weeks. And you can find me on there on Anchor FM, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Awesome, man. Oh, your social media, your Instagram. I follow you on Instagram. You are plugging away every day. If you are looking for anything sports related, Kenny has you covered. Yeah. Very great site. Go check them out. Give them some likes. Give them some follow. Give them some love. Kenny, this has been very fun. This, uh, this I, don't, awesome, I, I don't I don't get to talk wrestling with the other two guys I do the show mm-hmm. with. So this has been very fun. I'd love to do this again with you sometime. So yeah, let's so let's try to make this a weekly thing. We can do that. We'll talk after the show for sure. Let's mm-hmm. try to do something because. I love talking wrestling, and I have had, I've had no one to talk wrestling with for so long, so this has been fun. I'm a man, man. <laughs> <laughs>
So yeah, so this has been the Simple Mind Sports Show, wrestling with the Doughboy with the special guest, Kenny the Sports Guy, uh, for September 8th. Thanks for listening, and see you on the next one. Bye, guys. Peace. find the record button here hold on Stop!